0: Welcome back to KZRO, the only station in space. This is your host, Starman. I'm here with another edition of Life in Zero Gravity, not the album, but the radio show. We're here to bend your minds in a zillion directions at once. You are very welcome. Yes, we are Astro, but no, we will never cheat you like Houston. <sighs> that makes the pain feel a little bit better, man. The Dodgers. The Dodgers, after all that we've witnessed the last few years, in the World Series particularly, with they just looking like they were collapsing and falling apart, there might be more going on there. In fact, it looks like the likely bet is that there is more going on there. Uh, Houston... I mean, they've caught them stealing signs in, in very elaborate ways, as far as I can tell. It's, nothing's totally official yet, but it seems like there's too much smoke there for there not to be fire. And it's it's heartbreaking as a Dodger fan. I mean, we, we've supported them for so long. You know, they, have, they haven't won a World Series in my lifetime. And they're on the verge of it, and then these damn ass trolls decide to come out of the woodworks and use all this new thievery you know taping the signs recording video i guess it wouldn't be videotapes now man shut up boomer i gotta pull that on myself i gotta pull a shut up boomer on myself no one's videotaping anymore there's not even there's not even tapes anymore They were documenting them on reels of 7mm film. But the point is, the Houston Astros trolled the whole league. (sighs) They pretty much stole a World Series championship from the Dodgers. The losingest team in World Series history. As a Dodgers fan, I have to admit that. I mean, they've lost more World Series than anyone. Like that's, That's not a good look. So is Clayton Kershaw the biggest choke in history? I, I don't know. I think that's that's more open than it was last month, let's say. I mean, it looked bad. It looked bad for him. You know, they've been calling him Peyton Kershaw or Clayton Manning. And, and now that was honestly an insult to Peyton Manning at this point because he, he's actually won some championships. But Kershaw, definitely aging and it's it's disappointing and especially if he really was the victim of like a massive cheating conspiracy like that kind of tarnishes his career in even even though it might be unfairly like they're not going to i i i highly doubt that they're going to just like give the dodgers the championship now like that that doesn't happen so he just has to he just has to hold that L and it's sad, you know, especially if, if it really wasn't because he choked and it was actually some type of nefarious circumstances. I think that's it's sad. But of course the most important thing going on in the multiverse right now is the Lakers are eleven and two and the 40 ers are nine and one. All other sporting entities must kneel to the greatest. All your base are belong to us the Lakers are obviously looking great this year and I mean you'd expect that from LeBron and AD I mean some people were counting LeBron out but I thought that was kind of silly it's not like he played bad last year he got injured so that's not really a good sign when you're getting into your 30s but he didn't look like he had lost much ability to me but this year I mean he's turning it up a notch and he has a better supporting cast around him and you know I I think I think it's it's about time to start giving a little bit of credit to Rob Palenka. I know last year he he had a rough year, and and a lot of people blamed him for Magic leaving, and that still might be the case. I mean, it's not like he's he's uh, perfect as a human or anything like that, but he's assembled a roster around LeBron and AD that has them looking like a completely different team from last year. And I don't know, I think we have to give him some credit for that because we spent a lot of last year bashing him and, and saying, oh, he chased Magic out of the building and all that. But some of the decisions that Magic made, I don't think they necessarily worked out that great. And I know we all love Magic, but some of the basketball decisions, I don't know, <laughs> what, what you know, I don't think that a lot of them have stood the test of time, let's say. AD is a Laker after last year, all the speculation, and he's playing really well so far. You know, he's an MVP candidate. I don't know that he's necessarily the front runner, but he's one of the top players in the league, clearly. And now you just got to hope that he stays. I mean, to give up all that for AD, like, I think it was I, it, time will tell if it was worth it because we don't know what those guys are going to be. Like, personally, I don't think any of them were going to become AD. But Ingram is playing really well this year. On, I mean, I know it's a losing team, so obviously the stats are always going to be a little inflated. But AD so far has having a, a better year than Ingram, even though Ingram's on a bad team and the stats are inflated. But we'll see what happens with the rest of the year. Uh, I know we've seen this speculation about Chicago. I just I don't see AD going to Chicago. I think he has to kind of entertain the home fans or entertain the thought of going there. But I I would be shocked if he left like a great situation right now where you can literally be the face of the biggest franchise in NBA history for years. For a team that, I mean, they'll be lucky to have a winning season in the next, like, five. <laughs> as far as the Niners go, I mean, looking very great this year, especially defensively. I think they at least one of the top defensive teams in the NFL. It's them and the Patriots are two of the top ones. And, you know, there's obviously other teams that are in the running But those teams have stood out a lot. And I know they lost that really close game to Seattle with some questionable calls. And Jimmy G is kind of a turnover machine at times. And, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that. I never really liked the amount of interceptions that he's put out there. But they're playing really well. And they call him a game manager, but he's managing to win a lot of the games. So I guess... There's not too much you can say. He's only lost a handful of games as a starter since he's been in the league. So something he's doing is clicking. He's one of those guys that seems to have like the intangibles that not not everybody has. Obviously, like that you get you get the guys that yeah they're really talented and you can see that they have a lot of arm talent, as those fucking ESPN douches like to say. Oh, he's got arm talent. <laughs> But Jimmy G clearly seems to have some type of intangibles or arm talent, as I suppose some may say, although that won't be said here. I guess I just said it, but you know what I mean, all right? And I know that we've talked a lot of sports on this particular episode of Life in Zero Gravity, but I just want to get one thing clear. This is not the Screaming A. Smith show. We're not going to be yelling at the top of our lungs the entire time for two hours on the national airwaves. It's not what we're doing here. We're not going to be that disrespectful. <clears throat> now that I got that crappy impression out of the way, <laughs> that's, that's probably not going to be the last time you're going to hear that. I'm just going to tell you right now. So if you don't like that impression, <laughs> prepare for much more. I think we've talked to enough sports for now. I mean, I don't know how people listen to screaming a yell into their ears for two hours. I don't know how he does it, to be honest with you. Like, his blood pressure must be so damn high. Like, I don't know how you could just do a whole show like that. Like, I am appalled! I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> who does that appeal to? Like, who who sits there for that? Enti- who Who likes to get screamed at? Like, I I don't get it, but anyway, (laughs) I think that'll conclude our sports segment for this particular episode. Some of you may recognize that intro music that we had. Uh, that was Jelly from my album, Life in Zero Gravity Part 2. <laughs> of course, that was, that came before the podcast. So this is kind of the namesake of that as well, because it's just such a good name. How can I not use it for multiple things? So a royal shout-out is in order to Kurt the Hero. And of course, you can find him on Instagram as at Kurt the Hero, C-U-R-T, as in Curtis, which, of course, naturally is his name, the hero. Easy as that. Uh, you can hit him up for all your art needs. Uh, he's a fantastic artist and proud to call him my, my little bro. So make sure you check his stuff out. And he was featured on this song, Jelly. I know I didn't play the actual song, but you could find that song, uh, Zero Grab, featuring Chris <laughs> it's just called Jelly. Just search up Grav, search up Jelly, you'll find it. If you if you found this podcast already, I mean, it's already under my name, and uh, you might as well get on it. I'm just going to warn the audience that I'm going to have to give myself another shut-up boomer here for what I'm about to say. Music is trash now. Shut up, boomer. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it really has just become... It's trash. I mean, there's no originality. It's just like, it's like, I fuck your bitch when I'm fucking your bitch. I fuck your bitch when she's sucking my dick. I fuck your bitch and I'm not hitting her quick. It's like that. Like you could see on my, on (laughs) my parody video, uh, for vibes, turn off the radio on YouTube. V Y B E Z. A shameless plug there, but anyway, yeah, like there's just there's no creativity, like, and the rock music doesn't even sound like rock music. I didn't even used to like that shit, but what what happened to the guitars, man? What happened to the guitars? There's no guitars. There's like very little. If if there's any guitars, they're under like fucking ten walls of, of fucking filters and you can't even tell it's a guitar anymore. Oh my, like and it's just all like stadium stuff and and now they got the the electronic drums. It's like what is this? What is this? What are we listening to? I don't understand. Like who does this appeal to? There's like no edge to it. Like rock music used to be edgy, hip hop used to be edgy, and now it's like it's not. It's not even. Like creative anymore? It's like saying I fucked your bitch is like supposed to be edgy now, and it's like what? That's not that's not edgy. People've been saying that forever. I I guarantee you, since there was the first bitch, since there was another man on the planet, I guarantee you they told Adam, "Hey, I fucked your bitch." I guarantee you that was the first insult in recorded history from a man to another man, (laughs) and pop music, ma'am. Pop music is just—it it hasn't been good for a long time, like overall. And and like the—and don't get me wrong, I'm not one of these hipsters. Like I may be a hipster, I don't know. That's that's one of those things. Like nobody calls themselves a hipster. No one's like, "Fuck yeah, hipster life, I'm repping that shit." Nobody does that. Nobody's like claiming that they're a hipster, but there definitely are hipsters out there. I mean, they exist. <laughs> It's not—we all know who they are. I mean, you can just—if you just walk into any brewery, any craft brewery, you're guaranteed to run into some. But it's just like—it's like there's just nothing going on. Like there's no original ideas anymore, and that—that's the—that's the the thing that's hard because people don't even want their original ideas now. They, you know, they—they don't want to hear all that. They just want to. Here they want familiarity. They don't want anyone to take risks anymore. And anytime they do, it just gets trashed before people even like listen to it. You know, it's, it's like before it comes out, it's it's already been like. And of course, this has all been a shameless plug for a new song that I'm about to drop on the unsuspecting masses. An unreleased song that I. Don't really have any plans on releasing, but it's it's a dope track. This is like a, a, a rough draft of it. So jo- uh, uh. Uh. The NSA ain't seeing me, more height than DMX on DMT. Play my CBC, the CDC on DBs, I go DBZ. Super saying on groups of laymen, exposed crews who were used to faking your ratings with useless hating. Square up now, you got shooters waiting. I'm just a dude who rocked the show. Kill it right away, you you haka show. Grew to a P for you ought to know. That's why the groupies flock to shows. I got the glow, sun hey. by MCs. Moon rappers trying to get shine from me. SP back, kept you waiting, huh? Exceeded expectations, huh? Carrying the torch for the '90s, yo. Ali Atlanta, it's time to glow. Hip hop, we need the golden era back. Two golden state kids bring it there to the tracks. Yeah, now that's a real track right there. <laughs> you know, it used to sound better on the phonograph. Music was so much better in the days of the phonograph. Sub. <laughs> that's almost shortened shut up, boomer, to Sub. Like, let's sub this out right now. Let's sub this trash take out. But wait, there's more. I got another fresh verse for you guys. Let us read from the book of Grav. This is something I composed earlier this week. Uh, let's, Let's give it a shot. Everyone thinks they're intellectual. The thoughts are mostly ineffectual. Getting outraged perpetually. What will it take to get you to see? I'm busy shifting these tectonics. Whether zombies on electronics, thinking they're Elon, but they're peons. Don't know where we come from or where we gone. Somewhere beyond in a new dimension. They should give this whole crew extensions. We've all treated, uh, 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 we're hanging on, to but that's only temporarily. On the move for mental clarity. I'm getting caught up in repetition. Oh, 'cause because I don't accept the visions. Just a little something I put together. I'm on like a a crusade. (laughs) I'm writing at least a song a day. Uh, Most days more than one song for the whole year. I started January 1st and as of November 18th, I'm still hanging with it. So it looks like I'm going to make it through the year writing a song a day. It's been like a goal of mine for a long time. And I'm finally like just sitting down and like really making it happen. So that's one of about 400 something i've written so far almost 500 so shout out to everyone making art out there i mean it's often a thankless task and people want art for free like they'll they'll buy you know some mcdonald's hamburgers and think nothing of it but the if you ask them to drop a dollar on a song people start freaking out these days you know (laughs) so it's definitely tough i I think it's especially tough for people selling paintings and things like that that's i mean it's it's a tough market to get into so i salute you and on that note um i'd like to shout out the the two movies that i've seen recently that were really very good um i mean i've seen a lot of classic films with some that are still in theaters obviously joker that was a very quality film. I mean, it, it it rose above just being a superhero movie. It was impressive in my opinion. And obviously, uh, Joaquin Phoenix... Uh, one of the best performances I've seen him in. So if you're kind of on the fence about that one, you know, you've heard like some of the the negativity or, or you've seen like the critics score on Riding Tomatoes, which is like 60 something, like you can't even really take them seriously anymore, honestly. It just seems like there's always some type of agenda behind it now. But I definitely recommend that one. And another film that's been somewhat, has had some criticism too, was the JoJo Rabbit movie. It's, a, it's it's a really good movie i you know i I enjoy both movies and they both had like a good balance of being dark and being entertaining and good dialogue and you can't really find too much wrong with those films so those are two that i would highly recommend this year so if you're into checking out some art (laughs) and where would any art form be without storytellers am i right Gather round children. It's time
1: for Chardell's story time. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Grav, for that wonderful introduction. But don't use my government name again. <laughs> Alright, for those who didn't know, it's Zordon, you know. I got in here with a story, first in every story. So back when I was like probably Here's a little info about me. I used to be a pretty, pretty bad kid when I was younger. I would like never like go to school. I used to ditch and stuff, you know, basic young young stuff. Um, So there's one thing I could never let down. So everybody like whenever like I used to hang out with like gang members, you know. So whenever they were getting down, they'd give me all their stuff, like hold my skateboard, hold my bike, hold just hold all my stuff, so I could run for the police easier. So I was walking to school one morning. And I was walking with one of my oldest friends. We were walking to like community school together. They seen some like enemy squad or something. I don't know what you call it nowadays, but they, as usual, they handed me all their junk. And like my friend decided to give me his skateboard and I had mine and another guy's bike. I don't know why. And they were getting down there squabbling. Right. And I, and like one of the skateboards managed to slip. And I guess the enemy squad got uh, the hold of the skateboard and started hitting my friend with his own skateboard right it was horrible kind of funny that's what you get you know but yeah that happened and he never let me live it down 10 years later he still brings it up to this day you let me get hit with my own skateboard And and that's my story for today don't be the bike rack for your boys and that was zordon's
0: story time Of course, we have to shout out Leroy. None of this would be possible without him. And, I, you know, we had our story time with Zordon, of course. And I think I could tell a little story that you that you guys may enjoy. It's about the time that I was at the airport. And I went through one of those body scanners. I walked through the scanner. You know, you, they, you raise your arms and all that. And it goes off. And I look back at the screen, and I see, like, the dot on my crutch. So, basically, my wing set off the scanner at the airport. And the before I knew what was going on, there's a guy grabbing my wing, and, he's, and he told me, "'Excuse me, sir, we don't allow weapons of mass destruction on this plane.'" And it, it was bullshit. They made me pay for another check bag just for my wing. I never felt more disrespected in my life. All right. So that's not maybe that's not 100 percent true. But uh, the the first part was true. It did. It did set off the sensor and, and the guy was just looking at me like, oh, man, I don't want to have to do this. It, it was so awkward. Just to have to have a, a straight man feel on another straight man's wing. for purposes. <laughs> <laughs> But despite having having a wing that sets off the airport senses, um, gender roles, it's just so the gender roles are so silly, right? It's like this like tens of thousands a year old thing. I mean maybe even dinosaurs had gender roles. We don't know. No one really knows that. But it's it's silly, right? Like the whole concept of it. It's like, you have a dick, so you must act and dress this way. Like when you really break it down, that doesn't really make sense, right? Like something that you had absolutely no control of like being born is somehow supposed to determine the rest of your life. Like we don't do that with any other stuff. You know, we don't like go like oh well you have like fingers that bend this way so you're supposed to act and dress this way and all you know it <laughs> like we don't do that with anything else oh you have uh, black hair so you gotta live like this for the rest of your life shouldn't have been born with black hair should have somehow altered your chromosomes or something <laughs> And all those jokes, like there's so many jokes now about like the tra- about people being transgender, and it's just like most of that shit really isn't that funny. Those damn <laughs> boomer jokes, and <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that stuff is just like you know you guys know this is like not clever, right? Like you're, you're posting it and putting it out there like it's like some like super uh, hot take or something. It's like people have been hearing these takes for so long. Like, nobody's really, like, hearing this for the first time And if you are, then, damn, what type of rock do you live under? See, you know, everybody has different perspectives And there's all types of movements out there And the thing that's funny is when people think that their movement's, like, infallible, you know It's like, no, there really hasn't been an infallible movement There's always some assholes that, like, kind of hijack movements to an extent uh, Like, like Like, Black Lives Matter overall, I think, is a good cause. And, you know, I I don't find much objectionable about it. But I'm sure there's people that are dicks that are part of Black Lives Matter. Like, I'm sure there are. Like, that's just how it goes. I don't fault the whole movement for that. (laughs) Although I do think that the Blue Lives Matter movement, it's it's kind of a dick move. It's kind of a dick move. I'm not going to lie. Or, really, it just makes you look like an asshole. It's like... Cause the whole way that that shit started was somebody was like, they saw the black lives matter movement was like, Oh, well, well, well blue lives matter. And it's like, nobody said they, no one said they didn't, you know, it's like, but like a black person's way more likely to get killed by police than police are to get killed by black people. So I don't know. (laughs) Seems kind of silly. Like, Like, I know a a lot of police do die at the hands of civilians, though, like, or a a decent, a a high enough number like it, obviously that nobody should be dying like that. And I understand that. But it it, I so that's why I can kind of get where the Blue Lives Matter movement is coming from, because like there there are people dying and nobody should die at work like that. One thing I think we could all agree is ridiculous, or most of us, is the Red Lives Matter movement. Because I know there's people that that don't like black people, obviously, so you got to have the Black Lives Matter. I know there's people that don't like cops, and you got to have that. Both groups are being killed. But I've never heard anyone like, fuck firemen. Like, (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that about Red Lives Matter? Who who is that for? Like, who's really saying fuck firemen? I mean, I guess maybe like maybe fires, <laughs> fires. Are like, man, I'm just trying to live my life, and these assholes are getting in the way. I, I don't know. Like, I that's not something that I think really needed a fucking flag. Like the Red Lives Matter movement. <laughs> I think they just wanted to be included too, or something. They're like, whoa. whoa. Well, we wear uniforms too, and we die in the line of duty. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's that it is sad, and and I think we all appreciate their contributions, but like, people aren't like actively killing them that I know of. <laughs> and but there's all types of biases out there. That's why we have to say shut up, boomer. That's why we have to tell millennials to shut up. When they're whining, when both groups are whining and claiming the other triggered and all that, like both every side's triggered. No, they're triggered. No, they're triggered. No, you're more triggered than me. Like you're all just just shut the fuck up. <laughs> sometimes, man, it's like you guys are just it's it's, ridiculous. it's like a bunch of grown ass children just fucking screaming at each other sometimes like chill out, man. And and. That's why this is a brilliant lead up until the closing moments of our show. I got a trek for you that's come in the closing moments. I want to thank you all for listening and. I really do appreciate people supporting my career moving forward. And I plan on doing many more podcasts. I know I said last week was a short show. And honestly, this one is not much longer. I guess you're getting like four more minutes of content. So (laughs) it's been a busy week, man. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) I got a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, to close this edition of Life in Zero Gravity, I'd, I'd like to play a track for you. That's really a good summation of the show, and shout out to Rhino Palace for producing this track. It's called Bias, and it's off my latest album, The Bible. Um, he produced it, so make sure you check him out, and and just try to try to open your your minds up and open your eyes up more in this day and age, because it's easy to get bogged down by all the recycled nonsense out there that's just made to fire you up and put you at odds with other people. But I'm all about bringing people together and and trying to find truth and the common good. So peace and one love. Starman signing off for now. Clearly no one's heading through Spreading fools thinner than the ozone layer The whole game's been won by no known players Some don't even believe in global warming And never will till we enter total mourning Believe it or not, the Earth is dying And anyone preaching rebirth is lying Could be Democrats, Republicans, or Indies We're still getting drubbed again Old, middle-aged, young, ain't many winners that are women, men, or any gender Rich, middle-class, poor, yellow, black, white, brown We are all guilty, you can pack right down Even the ones who try to act pious No one in society lacks bias There's too much bias, bias All around, you can't escape it Bias, bias No one looks, but they all tape it Bias Yes by yes on the surface, we don't scrape it, can't see through your rose-colored glasses Anti-socialist, social fascist How could we ever really be equal? If you see thugs when I see people If you want all drugs to be illegal If you don't think we need a upheaval I see you, I just don't subscribe to your nonsense I hope that job slides right through your conscience If you can't see, these human conditions are so much harder than what you can envision you'll hear it though if you truly just listen it ain't ending how movies are written i see bias on all ends of the spectrum and way too much time spin up the rectum so many reputations are so besmirched y'all just accept the hating with no research this outrage culture keeps permeating it's non-stop dribble tape worms creating drained of all nutrients by parasites immediate drives bigger than terabytes Say the sky's blue and somebody disagrees, protecting their personal wash of history. Everything's golden if it's written by Midas. The infection's spreading, we're bitten by bias. There's too much bias, bias, all around. You can't escape it, bias, bias. No one looks, but they all tape it by us, by us On the surface, we don't scrape it Can't see through your rose colored glasses Anti-socialist, social fascist